This is the Gen X Gamer Podcast. What's going on, guys? And welcome back for another episode of the Gen X Gamer Podcast. I'm your host, Matty Ice. And this is your favorite podcast. So I'm spoiling you guys a little bit this week because yesterday I just released my review of Remnant 2 and then uh, I'm releasing this episode today. Uh, I say today, but I'm not really sure what today or what day it's actually going to be on. But I kind of did it in reverse because I really wanted to put out the review of Final Fantasy 16 after I completed the game and then put out the review for Remnant 2. But I kind of did it backwards for whatever reason. I'm not sure. But like I say, I put out the review of Remnant 2. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. It's, uh, I released it yesterday, which will be August 2nd of 2023. That's a little seven-minute episode, and like I've said before many times on this podcast, I can't sit here and, and you know talk for an hour about a game or anything like that. You know, I, I I try and keep my podcast short. The way I look at it, I like to have my podcast for someone who you know has a commute to work or you know somebody who might be out walking and exercising or something, and you know something like that. I know many people exercise for an hour, but still, I mean, you could you know if you got a lot of short podcasts you want to listen to, you can kind of tie mine in with that, but. Anyways, I digress. I uh, like I say, this is a little seven-minute episode on Remnant Two. I really like the game. Turns out, uh, it was the hype was real and it was worth the wait, and it was a, a fantastic game. But uh, today, I want to talk about Final Fantasy 16 because I have now actually, well, actually, I've completed the campaign before I even did the review of Remnant Two. Like I say, I, I completely did that whole thing in reverse, but uh, that's neither here nor there. But anyways, um, I completed Final Fantasy 16. I've actually primed up a New Game Plus, and I'm, I got it started. And once I started that, I, I picked up Remnant Two, and I really hadn't been on Final Fantasy 16 since then. But I wanted to give my what I like to call the the final verdict. And this is um this is me talking about the game after I've completed the campaign and after I've beaten the game I just want to it's kind of the same thing as uh, my let's talk episodes to kind of tell you what I like and what I don't like uh, if anything's changed or you know maybe something I, I found something new that I like or found something new that I don't like but uh, I kind of want to do like a final verdict about it and just basically let you know you know my thoughts after completing the campaign but this is my final verdict after 68 hours I uh, I, I did all the side missions and this game is a lot like The Witcher 3 because it has hunts like you can you know go to like a notice board and they'll have hunts up you know and these, these hunts are ranked from like A to S tier and you go out, you take the monster down, and you get, you know, all kind of crafting materials and whatnot. It's, it's kind of a lot like The Witcher, and I think that's why I really love this game. But when it comes to Final Fantasy, I've only played two Final Fantasy games, and that's Final Fantasy VII Remake and then Final Fantasy XVI. I haven't quite finished VII Remake yet. I'm in the process of finishing that up. And when it comes to Final Fantasy, most Final Fantasy games are turn-based, and I'm just really not a big fan of turn-based games. I've tried several turn-based games. I just can't really get into it. Uh, I got I kind of got into Octopath Traveler there for a little while on the Switch. Uh, that was probably one of the most turn-based games that I played, but I, I kind of got just I, I don't know man it's just not for me i'm not saying anything's bad with turn-based i'm not saying anything's wrong with turn-based i'm just saying it's not for me that's really kind of what like deterred me away from playing any of the final fantasy games was, was the turn-based aspect of it i do like seven remake even though it has a little bit of turn-based it's kind of action and turn-based 16 is completely action-based there is no like turn-based at all to it and i really like the action-based aspect of it i, I like 16 better than i do seven remake i've come like i said i completed over 95 percent of the hunts i think once i got down to the end game and got to the last mission of the game i think there was like maybe one or two monsters left to go out and, and kill but I just didn't, I don't know, man. I was ready to, I mean, 68 hours into the game, I was kind of ready to finish it up. Uh, once games start stretching, I mean, it doesn't matter how much I love the game. Once games start stretching out that long and start going for that long, I just kind of start getting like, okay, let's let's wrap this up. I'm kind of, you know, ready to move on. But I think there were like one or two monsters left to go out and take care of, but completed pretty much 95% of the hunts. I did complete all of the side missions. Uh, when it comes to the side missions, I think I said this before in my, my Let's Talk, the side missions on, on Final Fantasy 16 are, leave much to be desired. They're really lackluster. I mean, they're, 
as simple as, you know, hey, go here and talk to this person, come back and tell me what they said. It could be, hey, go here and pick these three flowers. I need these three flowers for a medicine or a potion or something. Or, you know, hey, go grab these three pieces of lumber from the, the woodcrafting guy and bring them back to me. This is really, really lackluster. It's not really, there's like every once in a while you, you'll get a side mission that's like, hey, go slay this monster and then come back and, and something like that. But that's few and far between, but most of the side missions are just really, for lack of a better word, I mean, they, just, they were really boring. I mean, I just, I found myself like skipping through a lot of the dialogue. I just, side missions were not anything to, you know, gawk about. I mean, it's just, they were boring side missions. I mean, I just, like I say, it was like, go talk to this person, go, you know, pick some flowers or, you know, every once in a while I'd be go, you know, fight a monster, which was fun. But I mean, all the other stuff was just not for me, man. And I just found myself skipping through a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the banter and trying to hurry up and uh, finish up the side missions. But my goal, you know, when I started this game was to 100% the game and, you know, minus the two monsters that I, that I didn't get, I pretty much got all the side missions and everything else done. Uh, by the time I got down to the end game, I pretty much acquired a lot of legendary, I had like legendary armor and I did uh, acquire the Ragnarok sword, which is uh, the legendary sword. It's, I think Ragnarok's like one of the best swords you can get in the game. Apart from once you start New Game Plus, you can craft the Ultima Sword, but you can, you can, you have to go all the way back through New Game Plus, all the way down to the final boss fight, and then you can craft it. I'm definitely going to skip all of the side missions and just run main story all the way down to the end just to craft that Ultima Sword. But like I say, when I got down to end game, you know, I was pretty beefed up and ready to go for it. I, I had you know, legendary gear and, and the, the Ragnarok Sword, so I was ready to go. Definitely with this game, I will say that the icon battles are the highlight of the game. I enjoyed all the icon fights. Once you defeat the icon, you acquire that icon and you can use it to your advantage in your fights. Definitely the icon fights are a lot more, apart from Clive fi just fighting somebody, but once, you know, once the icons come out and the icons battle, that's when the game really shines. And the icon battles are just fantastic. I loved every, I think there's like, uh, I want to say like seven or eight. I mean, I, I, I guess I should have really like known how exactly how many there were, but it was around like seven or eight icons that you finally get at end game. It was like fantastic, man. I just thoroughly enjoy the icon battles. And I just, I, I thought that was really the highlight. And the, I mean, as soon as the game fires up, you're immediately in an icon battle and it just it kind of goes to show you what's you know what's upcoming and what's to come and it's kind of foreshadows the rest of the game but it was it was thoroughly enjoyable and and fantastic and i loved it the performance for final fantasy 16 was it was subpar to say the least they i play all my games on performance mode on the ps5 i never play on fidelity mode i i, I don't care about graphics I, I do talk, you know, when I review a lot of games, I, I know you guys hear me say a lot about graphics, but when it comes to graphics, I mean, yeah, I love my graphics, but I'll always take performance over graphics. I'll never take 4K graphics and 30 frames a second over 60 frames a second and, and 1440p or 1080p. I, I would much rather have that higher frame rate and smoother gameplay over, you know, eye candy. But when it comes to Final Fantasy 16, it's just every now and then you'll, you, you'll get a, a smooth 60 frames a second. When, the, when you're fighting in fights and in battles, you, you can see, you know, a little bit of the frame drops or if there's the like a huge massive scene going on on the screen you'll see a lot of the frame drops but for the most part i mean it ran smoothly i'm not going to say it ran at like a smooth 60 frames a second with no frame drops i would say maybe like mid 50s every once in a while you would hit a smooth 60 but Definitely when like huge screen, you know, like huge scenes are going on on the screen, you can definitely see the uh, the performance drops. And, uh, you know, I wish, I, I really wish they would patch the game and, and do something to where it would be a smooth, if it was a smooth 60, man, I swear this game would be perfect. I mean, there, there really wouldn't be anything that I could really complain about, you know, sweeten up the side missions a little bit and, you know, make it a smooth 60 frames a second. I swear the game would be perfect. I honestly think that Final Fantasy 16 should get game of the year. I, I really do. I, I haven't played a game yet this year that can continue with Final Fantasy 16. I know Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is probably 
you know the front runner and there's they're probably going head to head but for me i'm going to vote for final fantasy 16 i was hyped for the game and it was worth the wait and i played it and completed the campaign and thoroughly enjoyed it but you know i have a few little nitpicks here and there that that i didn't like but i, I really wish you know that the performance would have been a little bit better than what it was but uh it was enough to get through the game and it it, it could have been worse i guess uh the main story missions they weren't really engaging enough to keep me interested in the story i kind of knew what was going you know i, I kind of had a general idea what was going to happen you know clive's going to eventually fight all the icons and battle everyone and uh you know pretty much like when you beat the first person and, t- and you know take their icon from them I, okay well you know that's going to happen throughout the story. You're going to fight, you know, this person, take their icon, the next person, take their icon. So I kind of knew what was coming. There's a lot of talking in the game. There's, to me, there's more like talking and, and dialogue and, and banter than there is fighting. Uh, for me, there was, it, seems, it seems like there's more cutscenes than gameplay. It was like 60% cutscenes and like 40% gameplay. Uh, I really wish there was a lot more gameplay than cutscenes. It, it was kind of like watching a movie with you know a little bit of interaction here and there. But I don't I don't know. To me, I, I was really hoping for a lot more action since this is the first time that Final Fantasy has made that transition over to action game instead of full out turn based. But I really wish it was a lot more you know action and gameplay versus the cutscenes. It was real cutscene heavy, and I just I guess that's another con that I don't like about the game. But uh, like you say, the sixty forty, I, I wish it would have been like sixty percent you know gameplay and forty percent cutscene instead of like sixty percent cutscene a 40% gameplay but the action I mean the fighting is fun and a lot of people can compare it to Devil May Cry I think the guy that did Devil May Cry 5 had a hand in the Final Fantasy 16 uh, fighting and action you can really see it like if you've ever played Devil May Cry 5 you can really see that shine in Final Fantasy 16 and I'm not complaining about that I, I like I really love both games I really love the action base and I really hope you know going forward that the next Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 17 I really hope they stick with the action based and it's a complete action game I just really hope they really like pin, like narrow down and really drive in that that performance and get it to 60 frames a second kind of do something with those side missions those side missions were just boring man and i just like i say i found myself skipping through a lot of the dialogue and just trying to like okay let's move this along let's hurry up this is you know this is getting boring but I will say that I do like Clive Rossfield better than Cloud Strive. Clive is a little more interactive, whereas Cloud just makes grunting sounds and an occasional edgy quips. I like, you know, Clive does, he does talk, and he talks a lot more than, than Cloud does. I mean, I'm only comparing these two because that's the only two Final Fantasy that I've played. I, I know I'm probably missing out on a, a lot of different characters and, and this and that, but to me, I, I found myself, like, enjoying Clive a lot more than Cloud. And, and as I stated, I haven't finished Final Fantasy VII Remake, so, I, I mean, Cloud could get better. But from what I've seen up until now, I think I'm probably about midway... I, I think I'm on like chapter 12. I'm not, I, I think there's only like 14 or 15 chapters in the game. So I've got to be close to end game, but I don't know, man, like I like cloud and he's a cool character, but he just doesn't really talk a lot. I mean, I find himself making like, uh, and, uh, like grunting sounds like he doesn't really i mean he talks every now and then but it's like an edgy quip like he'll he'll say like a, a smart ass comment or something but cloud comes off as like an an asshole and cloud comes off as like a, a genuine like nice guy and cloud you know is just that soldier for hire you know that wants to go out and, and kick ass and stuff like that but to me i just I really found myself liking Clive better than than Cloud. I really don't see that changing up. I mean, I like both characters a lot, but to, I just really enjoy Clive, and I just I feel like had the you know action been a little bit, it was like it was real cutscene heavy, like I said. And I just I, for the most part, I listened to all the dialogue, but when I got close to end game, I kind of started skipping along because I mean, like I said, 68 hours into it, like I, at this point, I'm like, okay, let's you know, let's wrap this up, let's wrap this up. Yeah, Clive is an awesome character, man. Yeah, I know all, pretty much all Final Fantasy games, you know, each character is there is you know each game is its own like set of characters and everything so we you know final fantasy 17 we may not see clive again i don't i don't know but for this game i thought he was a really good character i liked all the characters in the game uh even some of the you know the people that turn into icons 
They were, they were awesome characters too. Uh, Benedicta was an awesome character. I, I'm trying to think of the guy. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head that turned into the, the Titan icon, but he, he was pretty cool. That fight really stood out to me when you fight the Titan. I mean, that was a really awesome icon fight. They were all great, but I think if I had to pick a favorite, it'd probably be the Titan fight, but just all around a fantastic game. Like I say, I've I, I primed up a, a new game plus. I'm going to start a new game plus and probably go back through it one more time. But I'm definitely going to skip the side missions. I'm not doing the side missions this time because I, I know what they consist of and I don't need to run them again, but I do want to get, you know, get back to end game and do that final boss fight just so I can craft that ultimate sword. It's the best weapon in the game, and I really like to have it, but in order to do that, you've got to go all the way back through the game again, and you can craft it like right before the final boss fight. So once I finally get done with Remnant 2, I'll, I'll eventually get around to doing that, but that's pretty much all I got for you guys. Like I said, I wanted to give the final verdict on Final Fantasy 16. If you haven't played it yet, I highly recommend it. If you love Final Fantasy VII Remake with a little bit of action and turn-based mixed together, this is complete, total action. So, so without further ado, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, as always, stay Go to iTunes and Spotify. Leave a review for the show. Share the you know share the episode with a friend. T tell a friend about the episode. Uh, show them the Twitter page. Go to the tw Twitter page yourself and leave a comment. And, and you know we'll we'll hit you back up. And we're always keeping a check and trying to you know stay up to date with all the all the listeners. So without further ado, guys, I'll catch you on the next episode. Y'all stay cool. Keep on gaming. Peace. Yeah.